Welcome to the Locala Podcast. This is episode 37. Then I moved over to reading. I have a love of reading. And to me, I still find it terrible how kids don't like to read. I just yeah. don't understand it. You know, I just don't understand. It. I'm like, this is such a, a a great escape from the craziness of the world. Mm-hmm. And I guess because most students feel that they have to read what is told in school, mm-hmm. you know, and I, when I taught reading and I taught reading for 18 years, um, I always gave them an option. Welcome to the Locala Podcast, everybody. I'm Lisa Anderson, your host and publisher of Locala Magazine. And we are doing the June 2023 issue, which is the beginning of our third year already at Locala Magazine. And so we're calling back some of our favorite stories. And today on the couch, we have Annette Garcia. And boy, has her story changed quite a bit since we first had her in the magazine in September of 2021. So welcome to the show. Good morning, Lisa. So thank you for having me. Yeah. So let's just dive right in because a lot has changed for you since last we talked. Yes, it has. It really yeah, has. Because you yeah. were at Forest High School. I was at Forest High School. I've been with Forest High School for about eight years and um, I took a leap of faith. I was looking for a um, nonprofit, something just to reach the kids a little bit more than what I'm usually used to used to. Mm-hmm. And um, I found a company called Acceleration Academies. They're all over. My my um, idea was my daughter was graduating at that time, which was my second one. I would be an empty nester. I'm going to move to Tampa oh. because they have locations all over the place. I was figuring I'll go to the Sarasota office and eventually transfer over to the uh, Tampa office. But the hurricane came and the whole bit and it just, I mean, real estate is crazy in the first place, but it yeah. really was outrageous. So I applied. I found out that they were going to be here in Marion County, and I applied, and the wait was a while, and I was very nervous. I was sure I was going to get it, and then I thankfully got back to, they got back to me, and I started in July, I believe it was July 1st of this year. It is what I used to do 2.0. Okay. So it's a... What what Marion County would count as a drop back program. Okay. So drop back in program. So we have students who have come back from who didn't want to go to traditional school because of COVID or because of bullying issues or because they want to be accelerated. They don't want to wait till their Mm -hmm. graduation year and go faster and go ahead and graduate in time. It is a full high school diploma. Okay. And um, I was hired as a content coach. And why I love it is because I get to see all aspects of the kids. I don't get yeah. to only just do the, I used to do intensive reading and it was just intensive reading and they were gone. Yeah. I get to follow them from the moment they walk in all the way to the time they graduate. Oh, how fun. Yeah. And now you kind of, um, in a way, kind of coach, taught when you were at Forest with Rhonda, right, with which- Williams, right. So yeah. I did 11th grade and she did 12th grade. Okay. Yeah. All right. So now you're, are you still kind of doing that type of method or is it mostly by yourself now? Well, there's, there's um, a content coach for each subject. Okay. So we have English, we have math, we have science. Um, what I do is I do the um, exceptional education. So I get mm-hmm. to hit all the kids. Oh. And um, so they come through and as they're taking their classes with the other teachers, they'll come to me and they'll ask for extra help. I help them testing. I help them with whatever they their needs are. Yeah. So 
I also do, of course, the SAT, prep them for graduation because they have the same requirements. We don't sure. have FSA. We do take FSA, though. So okay. all the state requirements are the same, but there's not like an intensive reading class. It's not that way. Our students take one class a day. I mean, one class, I'm sorry, one class at a time rather than seven classes. Oh, how nice. However, <laughs> it's an acceleration program sure. that's in our name in three weeks. That okay. is That's... That's the norm. Like within three weeks, finish a class, then move on to the next one. Okay. Okay. That kind of reminds me a lot of um, when I did my uh, bachelor's degree at Full Sail because I did a bachelor's degree in two and a half years versus four years. So that was that kind of that acceleration where it was basically one class a month and then you moved on. So if the student's very motivated, they can get go ahead and move on very quickly. Okay. Okay. So So it's like self-paced and everything. Yeah, it's self-paced. So they get to um, what they have to do is they have to do twelve hours on site. Mm-hmm. And 12 hours off-site. So when I say on-site, so let's say you work at Walmart and you work Mondays and Wednesdays, and you can come Tuesdays and Thursdays and Fridays. Oh, okay. So you set your schedule. We have some kids who come in two hours a day every day. Wow. You know, we have yeah. kids that go in eight hours for the whole—they come in for the whole day, and then they're off for the rest of the week. We have a lot of kids who do Tuesday through Thursday because they like to have the weekends off. Sure. You know, but we're very flexible, and they come and they go, and it's not like a—you have to be here, you have to do—it's not that type. Yeah. So, okay, so what has that done for your stress level? As <laughs> Well, for my stress level, it's great because um, I don't have— a, a so-called supervisor. I mean, of course, I have a director and stuff, sure. but he lets us work with the kids the way we find it's best for them. Okay. So every student is an individual, just like in, in a regular school, but I get to tailor it. Okay, well, you don't understand how to do this math program problem. I'll turn around and, you know, switch it over. Well, let's use this or use real life um, scenarios rather than feeling confined. I only have 45 minutes to do this. Hurry up. So like I could be with them for 10 minutes or I can be with them for two hours. Okay. Whatever works best. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. It's so, really good. Yeah. So, okay. So that's kind of a big shift. What it was a big shift. Yeah. So what year was that that you... I just moved. So it'll be... I will be there one year this July. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 So so you um, worked a little bit during then... It was right after the pandemic that we yes. talked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So how did that... Um, shift for you um, that last year? What was the biggest catalyst for you saying, hey, I, I need to make a shift in what I'm doing? Well, the whole pandemic thing, you know, the kids were supposed to be working online and, you know, interacting with students, with teachers and stuff. And it, for my subject, because I taught intensive reading, a lot of kids didn't, there's no curriculum. Sure. So they wouldn't engage in, in a lot of the stuff. So when it's come, they come back, it really wasn't fair to them that they come back and they were put into taking FSA and, mm-hmm. and, you know, and their ELA classes or their SAT or ACT because they weren't, they were out of school for such a long yeah. time and they didn't read on a normal basis. And, you know, just a summer, summer vacation, they don't read. Yeah. So, you know, to have them reading something that's intense on grade level with vocabulary and trying and, yeah. you know, with time constraints. They came back very, very low. It was very, very frustrating. And then yeah. you got, you know, a lot of the kids who, unfortunately, you know, they use the pandemic as an excuse. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I still have COVID or uh, I'm out for two more weeks. Whenever a test came, everyone had COVID. Okay. You know, so yeah. that kind of thing. And then you had once, you know, I was um, in a classroom where you're cleaning constantly because we were coming straight out of it and you have kids, I don't want to wear a mask. You know, you have mm-hmm. these battles and things. It was, it was, 
challenging, yeah. to say the least. Yeah. yeah. Kind of that final step of, I need to do something a little yeah. bit better. A little bit different. Yeah. yeah. A little bit mm-hmm. different. So, um, so what else have you been up to in your life? <laughs> well, my girls, I have um, two of my girls. My um, oldest graduated from FSU. Go Knowles. Oh, my um, goodness. She graduated from FSU. So she was home for a little bit trying to figure out what she was going to do. And she finally took a job with, are you ready? <laughs> the University of North Dakota. Oh, Alber. Yeah. <laughs> North Dakota. Oh, my goodness. The day she arrived was negative 25 degrees. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep, so, yep. Um, and the second week, I believe, she got frostbite. Oh, um, no. Yeah. So, frost nip. It wasn't bite. Okay. Okay. So, in her hands, that was stressful. She wanted to try something new. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's definitely, that's, that's yeah. That's definitely new. Yeah. And my youngest um, graduated as well, and she graduated from Forest High School. She's at University of... Um, um, she's at UF. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's Fantastic. a gator. She loves Aww. it. You know, she's, I mean, I, she's always been a very um, academically, you know, challenged. She loves to, she loves the challenge of academics. Sure. And she's very um, aware of where she stands. She's always, she tries really, really hard. Yeah. And she does very, very well. She's got full bright futures. But a little tidbit on her. I don't know where she gets it from. It must be from me. Um, <laughs> she When she was at Forest, she liked to um, take pictures for school, you know, the activities. And she yeah. was very involved in everything. Um, she, during the summer of, right before she went in, she wanted to do some kind of, you know, photographs for for UF. It's a very hard program to get into. Mm-hmm. But she went and she emailed every single person in the media department Every person said, this is who I am. This is what I do. Here's a little clip of what I do. Oh, wow. You know, and she got an answer back, and now she works for Gator Vision. She oh, does it. fantastic. You know, she takes pictures for all the football games, and she is just excelling. Oh, so, that's amazing. Yeah. So is her degree going to be in media? or No, she, she wants to be a lawyer. Oh, <laughs> yeah, She wants to be a lawyer. But this is just something else she does, and she just loves it. I yeah. Mean, she's, and she's so good at it. Oh, she's that's so amazing. What it. a nice creative outlet, yeah. especially in that contrast of, yeah. of studying yeah. to become an attorney. Yeah. yeah she's, it's interesting, yeah. What have you personally been up to now? That, I mean, now you're kind of an empty nester. I am an empty nester. So I spend most of my time, you know, because this is just a, a brand new school here in Marion County. At, at the very beginning, I was spending a lot of time at work yeah. just trying to get things right. You know, I'm also in a kind of a new position. So I had to learn a lot of things on my own. I also have a great support system within Marion County that mm-hmm. they help me out. I have a lot of friends. I'm lucky that have done Sort of this type of work, so that they've been helping me out with that. But um, I got a dog over the. <laughs> I have a dog now over the uh, COVID time, and um, I love him. And he's a lot of work. Yeah. He's a little bit, you know, um, a challenge himself. <laughs> so I spend a lot more time outside, and I've just learned to just, you know, I guess the pandemic. I lost a lot of friends, and a lot of my friends lost family members, and it makes you sure. think. Time is, you know, just, just, there's just a little bit of time for everything. So yeah. I'm trying to put myself first. Good you know, for you. I try to spend the weekends out with friends. Um, I'm not a big, I don't like to celebrate my birthday, but I did a whole big birthday thing this year. Oh, I went out, good for I went to, you. to Savannah with my daughter, but 
it's not something I would usually do. You know, yeah. I'm, like, I'm always about everybody else. And yeah. I'm taking some time for myself now. Good for you. Yeah. Oh, how fabulous. And I've seen you out at some events and stuff right. like that. And they're kind of self-care events in a way, too, kind of yeah. reminding you, hey, you're important. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, you know, Laura LePan, I, 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 she's a very good friend of mine, and mm-hmm. she's got me out there and tried to see, you know, Try to see other things that I've just been ignoring. Yeah. So it's yeah. wonderful to get out there and see new things. Yeah. Well, I remember one of the things that we talked about um, a lot when you and uh, Rhonda were in, talking for your first interview was having people come and talk to the students about their jobs, their positions, um, you know, not necessarily needing to go to college to to be able to work and and doing different aspects, almost like TEDx for younger kids. Um, So now that you're seeing stuff in a different light, in a different learning environment, are you feeling that quite as necessary um, for the students? Absolutely. We actually have been having people come into school to our to our academy and um, talk to the kids. We just had a barber there and um, he was he was absolutely I have a student who I had in mind when he when the barber was coming and um he wants he, he said he wanted to be a barber and you know sometimes these kids don't think it's realistic. Yeah. So he happened to walk in when when the barber was there and he let the kids cut his hair. He had a student, so he had um he had he let the kids, you know, you want to do this and he got up and he, you know, cut cut the the young man's hair and he was just I mean it, he was just beaming, you oh. know. And it, he actually I think for the first time realized I can do this. You yeah. know, if I finish this degree, I can really do this. Um, and I took a video of it. I sent it to his mom and his mom was crying. You know, he's just he bought himself a pair of clippers. And yeah. actually the barber um, gave him information to go ahead and contact him because he can bring him on as an apprentice. Oh, how fantastic. So we've had that come in. We, um, we're thinking about, you know, we have um, a lot of kids are interested in tattooing. Yeah. So that's another thing. I mean, I bought some some of my girls to, to see your... Um, TED Talk, to do TED Talk. Oh, sure, talk. yeah. And they absolutely love that, you know. Oh, yeah. Because so, it's important for kids to know that you don't have to go to college. Yeah. Not that we don't push to go to college. We mm-hmm. love everyone to go to college, but there's other ways to make money yes. besides, yeah, college. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. How much fun is that to just be there, just really wishing you could do something like that and to actually finally being able to come back and say, hey, I'm in a place that I actually get to do that for yeah. the kids. And to see the girls, I have a, I have a student who, who's starting to um, tattoo. Oh, cool. And um, so she's she's great. She was, it, it's funny because she was so, she was a student of mine at Forest and now she's she's just blossomed. Oh. You know, you can, you, she looks up, you see her face, you know, she talks to the other students and she started to, um, she hooked up with someone who has a tattoo place. So she's working as an apprentice type of thing because she's not licensed. Obviously she can't yeah. do it on her own, but um, she has been doing some little bits on herself and her friends. Oh, cool. And her work is just amazing. Oh, that's yeah. so neat. How much fun. And that's not something typical that you would see oh, them no. Right. Doing at a at a high school. I don't think they push. School. You know, you know. Hey, be tattoo right, artist. Right, right, right. But know? but the options, like right. actually presenting all of the options yeah. for everybody. Yes. That's yeah. that's wonderful because I think, you know, um, I'm not a mom, but I've always thought that there should be at least you know in in regular high school that option to do like junior senior year where you're actually learning a trade of some kind right. to be able to make money before you head off into. Yeah, I think it's important for the kids to have it because it's part of life. Because yeah. so many kids go to college and then they just fail because yes. 
they don't know what they're doing. You know, because no. moms always pay the bills. I, I'm not going to even say that for my own kids. Yeah. You know, I've always paid the bills. I've made sure everything is done, you know. And mm. now they, they've they gotten into the space where they do their own. They have to pay the rent. They have to pay. So they have to mm-hmm. figure it out. And it wasn't like a shock yeah. because they knew it was coming. But I think it's a disservice to a lot of kids that they don't have that beforehand. Yeah, you know, I agree. I agree. And, you know, um, my parents were really good, too, but I, I didn't know what I wanted right after school. And, and I didn't, you know, I had done a little bit of a trade. So I had, um, I was a CNA. I did night classes my senior year. And, um, but I went right into college, had no idea what I wanted, wound up dropping out a year and a half later and didn't go back until I was 30, Right. <laughs> you know, and, and I that's was, okay. and yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, it took me that long to really figure out. And in the meantime, I did another trade. I did massage therapy and, you know, and so I always feel like teach them something where they can actually learn, earn money while they figure out who they are as an adult and what they want to do, you know? Yeah, that's very important for them, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I do want to kind of step back a little bit and remind people that maybe um, don't want to go back and read the other article. (laughs) It's a wonderful article. (laughs) Yes, it is. And sometimes we do get a little lazy on the reading back. (laughs) But um, can you t- can you remind us a little bit of your roots and where you came from? So I am born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. I don't know. My students say I have an accent. I think I've lost it, but they say no. <laughs> um, I moved back here. I moved here to Florida back in 2005 um, with my two girls. They were very young at the time. Um, then I, I just needed something to do. So I started to sub, or I thought I was going to sub in, uh-huh. in the schools. And I was actually at Fort King Middle School, and they went ahead and put me in a classroom to start, you know, teaching, which was terrifying. I met a wonderful, wonderful science teacher, um, Gary Shotner, who has retired now. But uh, he 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 taught me the ropes. Okay. You know, he told me when I was doing something wrong. He told me when I was doing something. And I fell in love with teaching. Yeah. So I went ahead and got my teaching certificate and I started teaching. I, and I love autistic children. I love, you know, I love ESC. I love all of that stuff. So that's where was my concentration. Yeah. And um, then I moved over to reading. I have a love of reading. And uh, to me, I still find it terrible how kids don't like to read. I just yeah. don't understand it. You know, I just don't understand. It. I'm like, this is such a uh, a great escape from the craziness of the world. Mm-hmm. And I guess because most students feel that they have to read what is told in school, mm-hmm. you know, and I, when I taught reading and I taught reading for 18 years, um, I always gave them an option. So my okay. boys who hated to read in high school, I'm like, get Sports Illustrated, you know, there you go. besides the pictures, yeah, <laughs> read the words. Cause yeah. that's actually pretty, you know, the vocabulary is pretty high. So they, they would read that. I would get books that were, you know, based on football and my girls and, you know, just things that they really wanted to read about things that sure. they, um, that would, you know, help them escape a little bit. Yeah. So, um, that was, that was that. And then I got into, um, wanting to make a difference. And when we, when I started doing intensive reading in high school, when the kids were just trying to graduate, you know, mm-hmm. and then just to see, they just, some of them just wanted to graduate so they can help their family full time. Yeah. Some wanted to go to, you know, college and they had these big dreams, you know, and then of course you have kids who, I'm going to be an NFL player and I'm going to be, and whatever it was, yeah. do it, try it. Yeah, I actually have it. a student who, um, I taught for a while, for a very long time and, um, He's come back to me. He actually plays now for, if I get this wrong, he'll kill me. Um, <laughs> he is a professional. I'll just say his name because that way it makes it easier. 
Tyree um, Gillespie, and he's okay. work. He's playing. I believe he's still playing for the Jaguars. Okay. And um, one of his things was, I actually had him come back right before I left Forest High School, come to school, and talk to the boys because he was in an intensive reading class. Yeah. And that's a class that most kids say, you know, you're dumb, and you're not dumb. You no. know, it's just you got to find your way. And he. He made his way. I mean, mm-hmm. he's in NFL. He's yeah. in the NFL. You know, and the kids were just thrilled to see him. And, you know, he said, he said, you know, I, I always, one thing that I learned in Ms. Garcia's class, and not to pat my own back, he said, she taught me to always remember to read a contract. Yeah. And I did, I do remember when I told him, that I said, you can make all the money in the world. Yeah. People will take it from you. Mm-hmm. If you don't know how to read, you're just signing. And if you just sign without reading, you can get yourself in trouble. He mm-hmm. says, and I read every contract that is put in front of me. So I think that was a that was like a lifeless. I was like, well, I touched someone. That's I made amazing. a difference. You know? Yeah, yeah. So. What a great way to get to somebody too that is just focused on something like that, sports and, right. and doing. Hey, you need this because it's a life skill. Right. You know, that's what a fantastic way to yeah. to yeah. do that. He's, he's my pride and joy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and you know, I see that too where. Um, I was a um, CB student most of my time, you know, mm-hmm. and um, I think my senior year I got a bunch of A's because I took every easy course I possibly could, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, just to, to graduate. But, um, you know, my sister was a straight A student from the get-go, and my parents would always tease me, be like, well, let's look at Lisa's card. It's a little more interesting, <laughs> you know, my report card. Right. But I, you know, when you find something that you love, you can excel so much better. Right. Because that's what, when I did massage therapy, I was really interested in it, and I got really great marks when I was in massage therapy. When I went back to school for something that I actually wanted to do, to do and loved, right. exactly. I became valedictorian, which was, my parents were just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> Because yeah. it's something that you love and which is difficult to do in high school because obviously you have a curriculum right. that they have to do. So I love that you um, – And I tell my students, you know, when you graduate, it doesn't say Lisa Anderson 4.0. Right. It, it doesn't. Lisa Anderson. It's, yes. So it doesn't matter. I mean, I know grades matter. I shouldn't say that as a yeah. teacher. Grades do matter, but – you just got to get there. You, you just know, have just got to get there. Once you yeah. have that certificate, then you can. The world's open to you. Yes. The same in college. You know, you just you don't have to stress stress them. And of course, the, the higher your grades, you get better. You know, you better get better opportunities. But it, the bottom line is, it's going to say college graduate. Right. And that's what you need. Yeah. Most applications don't ask, "Were right. you valedictorian?" Right. You know. Yes, you can put that under extra whatever if you wanted right. to. But you prom king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just they're just looking at. Does your degree match what we're trying to hire? Right. You know, yeah. and we'll figure out if you're going to excel at it when we do the interview. Right. You know, <laughs> that's yeah, exactly. that's basically all it is. It's meeting those check marks so you can actually have those doors open to you. And I tell my kids, you know, what's the worst they can say? It's no. Yeah. Try. Try. You know, try. You know, try no. again. Yeah. Try again. Okay. So you failed the ACT this time. Go back. Try it again. Now yeah. you know what's what's coming to you. Yeah. Try again. You know? Yes, exactly. Well, we are almost to the end of our time already. Oh, my goodness. It's so easy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so um, I usually ask everybody if there's something else that you wanted to talk about that I did not ask you. Well, um, I don't think so. I think uh, I think we covered pretty much everything. You know, our school is, is something that I, I really think that people should look into if they're not into the traditional school. Yeah. You know, we are we are making changes. We really are. We're growing really fast. We're up to almost 200 and I want to say 80 kids. Wow. Yeah. 
That's so, amazing. So how would they find out information on that? Um, well, we're online, of course. We're at Acceleration Academies, and we're all over the place. So we're no, it doesn't necessarily have to be here. You know, if you, yeah. if you want to, we have a bunch in, in, we have one in Miami, we have one in Sarasota, there's some in Georgia. They're all over the place. Yeah. But it's a, it's a great place to, you know, to be different yeah. and be accepted. Yeah. So. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Thank you, Annette. Lisa. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you, everybody, for joining us here on the Locala Podcast. Once again, I'm Lisa Anderson, your host. If you would like to read um, the story, the original story that we sat down with in our September 2021 issue, we'll go ahead and have that linked in the description. We'll go ahead and link to the Academy as well. And um, we hope that you join us here on the next podcast where we focus on connections through stories. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Locala podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please go ahead, like, share, and download. Your support is truly appreciated.